Hello, my modern women. This is your host, Nicole Colantoni, the single at 30, the manual for the modern woman. And I hope this is something that your listeners can take from this. It's just, I really learned to set those boundaries for myself. Like, what was I looking for? What was I interested in? What was I prepared to compromise on? And what wasn't I? Because it's a really fast pace. Like, I know I kind of talk about old school dating, and I guess that's only really my point of reference is that when I was on Tinder, everything's just happening so fast. Like, it's, and you got to think quick and you got to act quick, and you, you know, you can't let it lead you. You've got to lead it because it's a process that will, you know, sweep you away otherwise. So, you've got to know and be sure about yourself. Otherwise, it's just this whirl of men and experiences. What is up to all my modern women? This is your host, Nicole Colantoni of Single 30, the manual for the modern woman. We've spoken a lot about dating, love and relationships in the first three seasons of Single at 30. So I thought it was time to get a real life success story on the podcast. For anyone who has ever struggled with dating app fatigue, burnout, rejection, or has lost all hope that they might find their person online, this two-part episode, Confessions of a Tinderella and a Tinderfella, might just be the thing you need to hear right now to restore your faith in swiping right. Our guest today met way back before Tinder was notorious for being the hookup app, and without giving too much away, they're legit the real deal modern day fairy tale. My modern women, this is their love story. Okay, Joe and Anna, welcome to Single at 30, the manual for the modern woman. Thank you for having us. Okay, so how did you two meet? Well, we met on a dating app, which is, of all things, um, at the time was a bit crazy. Which yeah, it was, was a bit taboo in some ways or kind of really new. How long ago was this? That's Eight years? Eight years mm, ago. Wow. We... we, we we're on the apps when the apps had just started turning up um, in Australia. Yeah. That is wild. Which app was it? It was on Tinder. Oh, my God, no. Good old it. Tinder, yeah. <laughs> well, you see, I, what I, were you looking for, what, Joe? Be honest. This is what a lot of people say when we say we met on Tinder, but, yeah. Yeah, but Tinder apparently <laughs> has changed significantly. <laughs> sure, sure. Whatever helps you sleep at night. Hang on. <laughs> we get this response a lot. Every time we say that, people are typically shocked. But when when we joined, it had just come to Australia and we just thought it was another dating app. And at that time, it was kind of that. But it, I've heard it has become quite the uh, excuse, if I don't have the lingo, it's the, quite the hookup site. Mm. And it's almost an exclusive um, hookup site. Is that right? Oh, yeah, 100%. Oh, wow. I'm just what the clearly out of touch now. Yeah, yeah, that's what the young kids are saying these days. Yeah, so, <laughs> so when we joined, it was, it was, it, it maybe, it maybe it was that even when we joined, but like I think the intentions for us were different at the time, yeah. which is what facilitated this. Yeah. Did yeah. you have friends on it as well? I had a couple of friends. A lot of my friends were already in relationships and, it was just kind of at a point where I thought, why not? Yeah. You know? And I, like we said, like I wasn't aware that, like I knew a lot of people were on there for that, but I think if you go into it, the intentions that you have, you're either going to find someone or you're not that's aligned to those intentions. So what have you got to lose? Wait, so how old were you, Anna? I was, oh my goodness, what was I eight years ago? So I would have been 33. 
So my age now. Yeah. And what about you, Joe? I was 39, it makes me. That's a nice age difference. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, but, but like later in life, the, I think the gap is good. Yeah. The, the, it felt late mm. for me or for us. Yeah, we had a lot of life to live. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were ready. We were definitely True. ready. Yeah, yeah, we were definitely ready. So you're a real-life app success story, which is just amazing, but let's rewind a little. How long were you each on the apps before meeting one another? Do you want to take this one? You can go. <laughs> well, I... Was... See, I don't know the answer. <laughs> He's like, go on. <laughs> I actually wasn't on it for very long. I think I had been on them for maybe... Four, five months, if that, maybe. Not. Are not you a- serious? I was on them for years. Oh, <laughs> and I still didn't meet someone through them. Look, you know what, and I'm sure we're going to get to this, but I was very clear by the time I, because before the apps, it was old school dating. So I have paid my dues and, you know, I, I have as many dating horror stories as there are now app dating horror stories. So I think by the time I got to the app, I was clear, I was ready. Um, and I think that makes a big difference as well. True. I was window shopping for a long time yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. Makes a difference. Totally. And what stage you're at in your life. And yeah. So that maybe that's why. And maybe I was also really lucky too. So. Oh, you were lucky. <laughs> <laughs> and so modest. Not, not, not about me. Not about me that it, that you only, it took you four months. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not a, that was not a self-serving comment because I was on it for years. Really? And I had been on it for years and then stopped and then years and then stopped. And so, Mm. uh, and then years again. So, I mean, I I was a serial app user. I've used them in Sydney. I've used them in Melbourne. I've used it in London when I was there. Um, London. Oh, yeah. Okay. So where did you have more fun using the apps? Fun, fun, yeah, funds, a, funds a, is a big word for what that. Happened. It was, I was, I was looking for things through the app, so it never felt like fun. It felt like, how do I put myself in a situation to meet a partner? Genuinely, now sometimes they ended up being fun experiences, but it was never the intention from the outset that it would be a fun experience. Not that it wasn't fun. But you were I mean, looking for a wife. I was looking for a partner. I was absolute. the intention was to find a partner. It was always to find a partner. So how many first dates did you oh, go on? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've been on hundreds, if not thousands. H- hundreds, if not thousands. Yeah. Uh, maybe not thousands, hundreds, hundreds, hundreds. Did you approach it like a full-time job? The, I took it seriously. Like I, I think I may have mentioned to you um, that- I had done an, and long enough and hard enough that I was going to coach my friends. Oh, that's oh, right. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot I this. was going to start a business. Can where, you please? And yeah. then merge a single at 30. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, there's a business. I was going to say, like, I mean, I was coaching my mates on which photos to use because they, no, they have no clue. And, you know, how to write the bio and how to filter for the right things. I'd done enough of them that I'd kind of, it was just I'd had more at-bats than a lot of my mates had, so I had the experience and the understanding of maybe what you should or should not do. And so I'm like, geez, I should help people because if I can 
make it a shorter trip for anyone, it's, it'd be a good investment of time. And you wouldn't just be helping men. You'd be helping all the single women having to put up with those men. hundred percent. hundred percent. Because guys are geese. They don't know what they're doing. <laughs> that's, that's a very generous word. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of different ones come to mind for me. <laughs> so how often would you come across someone you legitimately found attractive? Oh, well, this is the thing because like you said before, window shopping is very easy to do on apps. And I found because I had come from that old school dating where you meet people out and um, Wait, uh, talk me through old school dating because I'm not familiar. Um, <laughs> what was that like? Thing. Wow, I feel old now. How would you, you know, meet people? You meet them through friends, you meet them out and about, you know, that's the the old school way, right? Must have been nice. At the bank. Imagine you get picked up at the bank or asked out on a date. That's... But wait, people would actually stop you and be like, hey, can I take okay. you out? I Once upon a time. Once upon a time. Yeah. People are so like cowardly now. <laughs> I think um, I society find, has yeah, shifted. Yeah, iPhones have well. a lot to answer for on that one. I think. Yeah. You know, um, but that that's just how things evolved, and there's a lot of good that came with it too. So, you know, I think when I first came, went onto the app, it was actually quite distracting and intoxicating the attention that you would get because it's just like, whoa, there are. Like so many guys on here. And of course, there's a lot of attractive guys, but we know that beauty can only be skin deep at times. But I want to go on the app that you were on because I didn't see these attractive old guys. Old school Tinder, baby. Old school Tinder. <laughs> and maybe that's Tinder they're putting. V1. V1 of Tinder. Yeah. And, you know, I think if you are going into it for a relationship, and if you are clear on that, and like Joe said, he was there to find a partner, as was I, you have to really come back to that because it is so easy to be distracted and it is so easy to get away from that because you're getting all kinds of compliments and comments and things. And if you're not really clear on what you want, you're going to go on a million dates and you're going to have some probably a lot of fun, but you might not be getting what you want out of it. So I think you know, being really clear on why am I here, what's my intention, um, just keeps you focused on why you're there. Otherwise, yeah. But how legit did you think those compliments were? Well, they're not. And that's the beauty of, you know, age and bad experiences, unfortunately. Like that is the positive side of it is that you know you're like, oh, come on, he's not saying this to everybody he's chatting to. here we go again. You know, for a second you're like, oh, feels so good but then you're like uh he's probably saying that to how many other girls so a hundred percent yeah joe what about you how many girls did you find attractive on the apps <laughs> i'm still reeling from the from the host story so the woman's experience is very different to the men is that right because we don't get it everything is initiated oh. from the man and we deal with rejection until primarily. bumble came along though and change the game. I'm not familiar with that, right? Yeah. yeah. But I've heard something about it where the woman has to initiate. Yeah. Yeah, got it. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get it. I never had a single, I never <laughs> had a single thing initiated <laughs> with me ever on an app oh. in my life. And so 
but I think that's. But I think. And you're so handsome too. But is that not the man experience? Is that not? I don't know. Because I think it might be different now as well. Like I don't know. I I don't know if women now are more forward with that kind of thing. I think they are. Women shoot their shot now. Yeah. Wow. So no, I had no shots. Shot. Shots. (laughs) Shots. No shots were fired your way. (laughs) Nothing. <laughs> so, so what was your opening line? Oh wow, that's a really good question. I'd try and make it contextual on something that I've picked in the profile. That's sweet. And then I just put a little bit of thought into just it. Just a little bit, because it's otherwise, otherwise I'm hoping that my veneer is gonna land, hoping. And that I'm otherwise. If that veneer doesn't land, I don't have something slightly unique in my open. I'm, I've got nothing. Wait, Anna, do you remember Joe's oh, yeah. opening line? <laughs> I'm really trying to think yeah. back. You don't have screenshots of this? No. This is to show the grandchildren. <laughs> oh, my goodness. If, I if we had the, the perspective. Yeah, if we knew. Of course. Right. That's the thing. I think, you know what, I think I was probably taken by the fact that it wasn't a sleazy comment. It wasn't. Hey, can I send you? Yada da da da. It's like it Is was that, just genuine. Boys used to start like that. Oh, I I once had a young gentleman offer to send me a dick pic, <gasps> and I kindly refused. I said. <laughs> Thanks, but no thanks. I'm sure it's lovely. Why is Not he interested. asking? Why isn't he? Well, just- I appreciate that he asked. She's very polite. Of yeah, him. I know. I'm glad scumbags. that he asked. And I would say thanks, but no thanks. Again, polite scumbag. Yeah. And yeah, so I think when I got your opening comment, I was like, it was quite refreshing that it was normal and polite and just, yeah, I can't remember what it was, but it was just refreshingly. You, you asked, what was the question? Did I genuinely, what was it? Oh, yeah. How many women did you genuinely find attractive when you were on the app? So attractive is is subjective, right? And I think there are a lot of attractive women, but if the profile looked like she was a fast woman, I would avoid the fast women. What does that mean? What does a fast woman mean? I've never heard that before. Oh, my God, I'm learning so much. <laughs> To me, a fast woman is someone that I'd have to chase around or someone who's moving quickly or just a a mover and someone who looked like she was on the app to party or to who was, you know, set herself up with a cleavage shot. So someone that was looking for something different than I was, Mm -hmm. I call that a fast woman. Okay. Are uh, you alone in that term or is it well, at least Yeah, my, my term, my term. <laughs> okay. So if, if, right. if I saw a fast woman, I'd be like, oh, I'm just going to. Okay. And to be fair, visually, there were dozens of attractive women on there. But, again, it was always looking for something. I was looking for something different. Yeah. And I think if you, to Anna's point, the age that we were on the apps provided the context and the filter so that you were able to see through the nonsense as as much as Anna was able to see that the compliments were empty when they were being started. I was able to pick a profile and think, well, I'm not sure if that woman's looking for the same things that I might. She's wifey material. Yeah. Yes. Yes to that. Yeah. (laughs) And so I think in that regard, to answer the question, lots of attractive women, but not necessarily the kinds of women that I might have been interested in. 
Long-term attractiveness. It's what we're looking for. What yeah. What I was looking for. What I was filtering for. Okay. So, Joe, this one's directed to you. There we go. <laughs> I feel like you're in the hot seat tonight. I'm okay. Babe. I'm good for it. I knew, I knew it might go this way. <laughs> what was your success rate for picking up women? It was appalling. <laughs> oh, I don't believe. Okay. I'm sorry. I have to stick up for you on this one. I don't believe that for a second. Really? No way. And I'm not saying, like, I'm totally secure in our relationship, but... Look at him. No, Come on. Yeah, but the, it, it, yeah, to set some context, Joe's a handsome man. Very handsome. <laughs> Very sweet of you both. But, like, it was a lot of attempts for, for you know, very few responses. Not very few. For few responses. Um, very little return on investment is what I'm hearing. Well, well, to be honest, it ends up being a bit of a numbers game. So, And I think this is where in the apps you can fall into, you know, the guys that just swipe right on everything and just, cast as wide a net as they can and hope that something sticks. Mm-hmm. And that's because the I think the man's experience is very different. I'm learning that on this in this conversation, which is <laughs> the guys are just inundating you and then you guys have the chance to just pick and choose. With my looks, thank you for the compliment. I still didn't get and receive wow, the interest. And so it was open, like it was attempts to get out. Sometimes they would connect. And then, you know, there's loads of different kinds of ways that it would go from there. But the return on investment, invested time was you had to dedicate time to trying to be different, to oh, yeah. open the conversation and then to try and maintain that conversation. Then once you're in the conversation to convert that into a meeting, that was work. It was, it was, it was not something that happened easily. Mm. That's crazy. I feel like people have less patience with that now. They're like, you either want to meet me or you don't, and like, how's oh, tomorrow? I've spent weeks dancing with people, <laughs> wondering. Oh yeah, the, I I had a week limit. Like, if there wasn't a date initiated by either myself or them, like, if it wasn't happening within a week, cut them. I love your approach. Like, Honestly, I should have adopted that way earlier. Yeah. I would literally be talking to guys incessantly. It was like a proper full time job for me, yeah, and like- it would often go nowhere. It's like, at what point does this become like catfish? <laughs> and I had been catfished several oh times. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's, I, I've, yeah. I've been catfished. <laughs> have you? What oh. did that look like? <laughs> I would have loved to have seen the look on your face. What? It was in London. Wow, we are learning so much about <laughs> I love each that you don't know this. I, I, the profile photo, um, non-smoker, like all of the stats read a certain way. And a woman turned up. I didn't recognize the woman at the pub. She approaches me. She goes, I'm so-and-so. I'm like, oh, are you? I said, oh, you look really different in your profile photos. She says, oh, yeah, that's a photo of my sister. Oh, my God. Wow. And I'm like, oh, okay. So then we sit down, get some drinks. It's when you could smoke in pubs back then. That's oh, how the old, old I am. Yeah. <laughs> I was a non-smoker. I'd quit smoking. She sparked up a cigarette <laughs> and she starts smoking. I said, didn't your profile say that you're a non-smoker? She goes, oh, yeah, but I've stopped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So that lasted the pint and then I was up and out. So, yeah, yeah it's, um, oh, yeah, it happens. Oh, yeah, it happens. That, wow. that happened a lot where people look nothing like or even – their, their particulars were <laughs> nothing like what the profile said. I had somebody who uploaded photos of a 
What was it? A Portuguese supermodel. Right. <laughs> and I just decided that he was too pretty to be real, so I uploaded his photo to Google oh, and it turned out so. that he... Is that how you find him? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I always do that, by the way. Well, go. I did when I was single and dating. Yeah, right. Wow. Yeah. I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah, yeah. It's a good trick. Yeah, that is a good trick. Yeah, because actually we had a phone call and he had... And like an Indian accent. And I was oh. like, oh, okay, you don't look anything like your photo. He, he outsourced the call. Oh, that's terrible. And I was like, all right. At least match the photo to the accent. Right? Like it was <laughs> it was not okay. Okay, Joe, <laughs> not <laughs> see again. <laughs> Would you try to sleep with all of your matches? No. I feel like your eyes are telling me something. I was thinking, I was trying to cast my mind back. And the short answer was no, because some of them would not like, here's the thing. You turn up if there's no chemistry. So um, is it about getting a shot off or is it about it's, what's your intention? Like yeah, what, what is, what is the intention to... of, the, of the, of the date? And so. Would they try to sleep with you all the time? <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, and look, I'm, I'm a man of the world. <laughs> there, there were moments where or there were dates where things happened, but that was never, because it was never the intention, they happened few and far between. Sometimes there might have been a chemistry or something at that moment, but it, it never eventuates doesn't turn into anything. And as a result, the short answer is no. And, and and interestingly, it didn't the other way. Like they were never, there were women who were not interested in, in sleeping with you. And again, it was because it was about a dating app to find a partner. It never, it never felt like it raced to, um, to intimacy in my experience. I feel like you seven, were one of the few good guys out there, Joe. Seven, eight years ago. But <laughs> again, still... like we said, like the Tinder's now just a yeah. hookup, right? And it, but it was like it wasn't exactly that at that time. And look, we met on Tinder, but I was mm. on all of them. What were what were the other apps? All like of yet? them. <laughs> Too many to list. <laughs> I was on all of them. I tried the what's the one where it's all. Love RSVP. RSVP. No, not that one. There's another one. Oh, eHarmony. Oh, eHarmony. They're the ones that wanted to talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. You fill out your profile and if your profile's matched, you got up a level and all of this kind of gamification and nonsense. And I was trying to work it out because I was thinking eHarmony reckons they're the good ones and they're going to help you find your proper partner. And so I'm dancing. I'm jumping through these hoops. I'm trying really hard. It's like going through examinations. It's like, fuck me. So I shouldn't oh, at, In the end, it's like, at, to what result? To what end? So it was on that. I was on plenty of fish. I was on um, RSVP. I, I, I'd, I'd been on all of them. What, which app was your favourite? None of them. <laughs> Such a true answer. Listen, listen, it was a very specific and deliberate attempt to put myself in the space of people I would never otherwise meet. That was the whole That's such a good way to describe it. But wait, after meeting, did you guys have any mutuals? So many. Yeah. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Yeah. But like uncomfortable mutuals as well. (laughs) 
but but the, the, we're not we're going to go into that. But okay, yeah, but the. <laughs> But, yes, we did know a few people and it's quite funny that we didn't know more in the end because we actually grew up quite near each other. So it really is amazing. So, yeah. I love that. Yeah, so there were mutuals. All right, Anna, you're now in the hot seat. All right. Did you sleep with many of them on a first date? No. Yeah, I got that straight up. But you've got to say that. You have to say that. (laughs) I'm in the room. You've got to say that. No, 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 no. And we've talked about this. So we have. um, I had been on three dates before Joe and one of the guys I started seeing for a while but it turned out that he wanted to see everybody else on Tinder as well which <laughs> wasn't really my cup of tea so that ended pretty quickly and then I met Joe so yeah no and that just wasn't for me she's lucky you're the Tinder yeah. unicorn yeah I'm she's the unicorn like- I'm the unicorn she caught the unicorn. <laughs> Okay, I'm Tinderella. <laughs> yeah, true. So, Joe, you didn't like being on the apps. Anna, what was your favorite part about being on the apps, if any? Oh, that I met my husband for sure. Like that's easy. But you know, it was also, I think it was really good for me. And I hope this is something that your listeners can take from this. Is just I really learned to set those boundaries for myself. Like, what was I looking for? What was I interested in? What was I prepared to compromise on? And what wasn't I? Because it's a really fast pace. Like I know I kind of talk about old school dating and I guess that's only really my point of reference is that when I was on Tinder, everything's just happening so fast. Like it's, and you got to think quick and you got to act quick and you, you know, you can't let it lead you. You've got to lead it because it's a process that will you know, sweep you away otherwise. So you've got to know and be sure about yourself. Otherwise, it's just this whirl of men and experiences. It's so true. I Mm. would literally say yes to dates that I didn't even want to go on. Right. Just because I was like immersed into this dating app culture where I was like, you just got to be open-minded. But it was like, realistically, you know. And you totally have to be open-minded, but at what expense? Like, is it going to cost you your time? Is it going to cost you your mental health like money yeah, dating is very expensive you as know. you would know Joe. Yeah. <laughs> and it's exhausting so by the time i got to it i was just like yep no nah, cut go see you later yeah so what was a pet peeve for both of you it was the the part the match that just wants to talk? Oh, sorry, yes. you need to explain. You mean on text? Yeah, just oh, on the I thought you meant on the date. I was like, okay, no, no, like, no, how no, do you get to know like people? That like they, it felt like that, like that. I'm convinced that there were some people on the apps who were just happy to have someone to chat to on the app. So they're running nine separate chats at the same time, and they're sitting up in bed and they're that's feeding a part of whatever gap they had in their lives and in their experiences. And like that we'd be in a chat and it'd be really cool and it'd be really interesting. And then you try and take it to a, to a a meeting and then it'd just like, it'd be like an excuse or an issue. So that was far and away my biggest issue. That and the people who turn up and look nothing like, um, (laughs) look nothing like their profile pictures or their specs. Or, or people who come entitled and think that the date's supposed to go a certain way or 
Um, Wait, did that happen to you? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What What happened? Well, well, at the end, I I introduced the one drink rule. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so I I introduced a one drink rule because I had ended up dumping all of this money on these dates, trying to impress these people, thinking that if I make the right impression up front, I'm going to increase the potential of this being a successful start to a relationship. But there's zero co-relationship between that. So you hear about these guys that are taking these dates to these luxurious places to give them the best experiences, et cetera, et cetera. You try and do that for long enough, it's burning really big holes in your pocket. And so for me, I got kind of wise to it and thought, oh, and it wasn't until quite a, a bit into the adventure where I decided, you know what, one drink, if there's no chemistry or buzz at the end of the first drink, I'm actually going to get up and I'm going to thank you for your time. I'm going to be super polite about it. I'm always going to pay for the drink. I'm going to be sweet about it, but I'm going to say, hey, it's been lovely to meet you. I wish you all the best. I hope you find what you're looking for. Now, you can imagine how that would have gone down. I would die. (laughs) Deceased. Would you, though, or would you go home and just be like, well, that wasn't a waste of time. Like he didn't waste my whole night. It is because the time is is enormous. I would prefer an after-date message as opposed to a handshake. Hang on. (laughs) So here's a question. You'd rather do the five hours and not get anywhere? Oh, wait. You were cutting the date short as well. (laughs) Oh, my God. It gets worse. You do five. five. I'm saying one drink. I would literally go on like eight-hour day no. in my head knowing it was going nowhere. I was like, I'm just putting it down to experience. Yeah, no. Oh, far okay. more yeah, so I, I, I was, yeah, I was exhausted by the experience towards the back end of it. And it was, I would have one drink. It was like, hey, if we don't feel it, it's okay. And I'd explain, say, hey, listen, you don't owe me anything. I don't owe you anything. We've just met on this app. I'm not sure I'm feeling it. And the reality is I don't want to waste any more of your time. My time. It's so lovely to meet you. And I'd up and I'd leave. Did you get a drink thrown in your face? No, no, no. The, the drinks were finished at the end. <laughs> Very strategic. <laughs> but, but like I, the investment of time was probably like there was the money thing to start with. And then it was just the time, just the sheer volume of time. And now I'm dancing. I'm sitting here in my head thinking this is going nowhere. I'm not invested into the conversations of the relationship. I'm in this precarious position where I'm trying to work out, do I leave or do I stay? How long is it to, do I need to stay for it to be polite? And then I'm like, shit, Joey, you don't owe this person anything. You've just met this person on it's an true. app. It's true. It's not mm-hmm. like it's a, a, a friend or someone who, you know, and I'm not being rude and I'm not being disrespectful, super polite, but it was just my date with Anna was exactly one of those dates. Mm. It started with one drink and it was going to see what happened. How many drinks did you get through? Well, so it, it was one drink turned into four or five drinks, turned into dinner, turned into cocktails at a cocktail bar and then a patch before I put her in the car. So that's like, when you know, guys. Right. Well, that was a good start because yeah, I got the speech. You know, like I, I knew about the one drink rule and what I, do you mean? Well, look, I think this is 
maybe this is why we're so suited to each other is that we're both very upfront people. So can I share the story of when we first met? One of the first things Joe said to me was, it's so nice to meet you and it's so nice to meet someone who actually looks like their profile picture. And I just thought that was priceless because, (laughs) A, it was just so real and it was so hilariously straight up and a lot of girls might burn over that, but I just thought it was hysterical. And then he's telling me about this one drink rule and I just thought that was brilliant. It's like, oh, let's not waste each other's time. But and here we are here eight we years are. later. Right. Yeah. But it's yeah, the last first date I went on. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> there's a lot to be said for polite honesty. It's true. Like you don't have to be mean about it, but let's not, you know, let's not waste each other's time and let's not torture each other. If it's- Age experience yeah. and where we were in our lives meant that it was, I think that made sense for us. Yeah. And. I, again, I can't speak for everybody and everybody's experiences will be different. But for me, that became an important part of respecting myself through the process. Who didn't respect it though? I feel like oh, I somebody turns out. I got all kinds of nonsense. <laughs> and <laughs> I got all kinds of nonsense. I mean. Uh, I, I'm sure one of your questions is going to be, have you had any nightmares? <laughs> yes, it is actually. So, I'm going to let you. I'm going to let you ask it, and I'll bring it up then. But <laughs> there's been all kinds of things that have happened, not just because of that, just because people are different. People are, you know, yeah. people, people are in their own heads, in their own experiences, and their own insecurities. Their own insecurities, and then everything's amped up because you're meeting someone for the first time. Actually, a question just came to mind. Now that I think of it, did you get a vibe that women were keen to commit on your dates? Like with women looking for commitment? No. I think they were just turning up to see what was going to happen. It's so interesting because when mm. I was dating, guys were really like forward about Sorry. wanting to get married and have kids and they would often scare me away. Oh, wow. Yeah. There was like a sense of urgency. Maybe it's because I was dating close to my 30s and at the beginning of my 30s, but there was definitely like, I want kids now. This is how many kids I want. Like I felt like a baby factory and I was like, no, no. <laughs> You'd make beautiful babies. <laughs> oh, thank you. But I'm just like not that woman who's like keen to get married and have kids. I, I just want to meet my best friend. Isn't that you know? interesting? That feels like such a turn of the tables in terms of that sense of urgency because I know when I was dating, it was always like, oh, she's coming on too strong or like you would often hear guys talk about girls in that way. Um, so that's that's really interesting. Yeah. yeah. I, f- I feel like people would definitely still experience that. Yeah. But towards the end of my single days, that was definitely like the main theme that I was coming across and it was terrifying. Wow. There's a compliment in there though as yeah, well, right? Yeah, totally. To you? I guess. <laughs> it didn't. It, it wasn't it received like, like that. It, yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> I was freaking out. And this is it's, the thing. What's one person's perfect is one person's nightmare yeah like think, i'm not that woman right, right. some exactly. women would be like cha-ching maybe they were just trying to get me into bed maybe they just thought that that's what all okay, women hey, want to hey, hear hey, that's hey, deep that's possible yeah. Yeah. yeah wow what an angle light bulb moment what an angle <laughs> that was all bullshit <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> Massaging the ovaries to get you, to get you in the bed. Far out, that's low. Okay, so what is your craziest dating experience? Oh, wow. oh. How long do we have? 
gosh. Well, you heard about the pub experience in London. That was a that was a cracker. <laughs> I, I, I took a, I, I had a first date at a bar. It was an exclusive invitation to a bar. I knew the owners of the bar, or the, the the guys who ran the bar. Exclusive invitation to the bar. Special night. I thought, oh, you, you should come along. So she came along. She came along with a gym bag. <laughs> Is this the suitcase lady? No, different. <laughs> <laughs> She, I don't remember the suitcase lady. <laughs> so she turns up with a gym bag and she's real sweaty, and, and, but she's kind of wearing uh, her, like what I think was her work gear. So I think what she'd done is she'd squeezed in a gym session after work before she'd come, and that's fine. But she had this real angry look on her face the entire time that we're together. And so I said, repeatedly hey if you're not feeling this we don't have to you don't have to she goes i'm fine i said oh okay and then she would just wouldn't talk to me she'd stand there and she had this real stern look on i'm like hey it's okay you know we don't have to stay do you want to go somewhere she goes no i'm fine (laughs) and i'm like okay and and then i'd get nothing look it right i'd get nothing and then i'm like hey listen you don't owe me anything. You don't have to stay here. If it's a bad day, we can reschedule for another another day, another night, whatever you like. She said, no, I'm fine. This is just what my face looks like. <laughs> Resting stress face. Right. I'm like, okay. I said, you know what? I pulled, I pulled stumps. I said, hey, listen, this isn't working for us. I can't leave because I've been invited. You're free to go home if you want. So she breaks into tears. Oh, my God. So am I being unreasonable, unfair? Well, I mean, you could have just, what do you like, do? indulged her. I'm indulging. It's like, what am I doing? I'm going to stand here with a complete stranger who's real angry. Who looks like they're being held hostage. Like, yeah, it's like, what are we What are we doing here? What are we doing here? Don't do this. Let's not do this. Oh, my God, I'm dead. So I'm like, hey, um, listen. And she starts crying in the middle of the bar amongst oh all of these people who I know. Oh, darling, she's, she's probably still in therapy, Then Joe. she's screaming at me, look at what you made me do. You made me look like a lunatic. Look at what you did. Look at what you did. She's probably listening to the podcast. <laughs> Single at 30. She's literally probably one of my listeners. So. And if you are, <laughs> DM me. I'm here if for you. you are, I meant no disrespect. Oh. I was trying to create a good situation. Oh, God, Joe. So that was a wild one. And then, you know, she left. Everyone comes around like, Joe, what the hell did you do there? What, you know, what happened then? You know, it's a hard situation to try and explain. And I think, I mean, there's a thing here of just not finding myself jammed up in really bad situations because I started to respect my time in a way that I hadn't before. And I think that came on the back of, you know, tens or hundreds of hours invested into these relationships or these attempt at relationships that I was just exhausted. And I thought you need to respect yourself in your time and don't be rude to people, but you need to respect yourself in your time and see if it doesn't make sense. Then there's no need to beat your head against this wall. And so I think that triggered a couple of events, maybe considered callous by some of your listeners, but <laughs> 
phenomenally effective. <laughs> and, and, and well, look at the result. Look at the no, result. I mean, yeah, sure. Oh, so hang on, hang on. A tip, a tip for the ladies. Exactly the same thing. Why drag it into? Set yourself free. Yeah. Like why drag yourself in into the deep waters of an eight-hour date? You're well fed. You're well. You know. You're you're fed and you're watered. You had a great time. But but then what? At you know? what price? Yeah. yeah. And then what? Cut and the night short. Go put a mask. Go on. Go put a mask on. Yeah. Watch some Netflix. Set yourself free. It's, it's true. Yeah. I don't know. Controversial, perhaps. But <laughs> but no. I appreciate the honesty. I think it's great. You don't mess around. No. <laughs> No, did not, did not at all. Definitely came from the right place. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Anna? Well, I feel like I just can't even top that story. Like that, <laughs> that is just next level. Uh, look, I, I, what came to mind was I remember I went on a date with a guy once, and he would always insist on buying the drinks, and I'm sure he was buying me doubles because I felt pretty drunk after three drinks. And then he asked me, oh, so what do you think of one night stands? And at that point I was like, okay, I feel really drunk. And he's asking me these questions. So I think I might just say I'm going to the toilet and I just ghosted him. No, you didn't. <laughs> Did he message? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He messaged like everything was fine and called me the next day. And I was just like, Maybe I misread the situation, but I think for a woman it's different. Like if you feel that you're unsafe or in a you know a situation that might be a bit compromising, I don't know. I just had to bail. Pretty but, strategic of him with the double right? shot drinks, and then like, hey, how about a like one I'm night? Pretty, yeah, like what do you think? And I'm just like. Mm. I'm not really comfortable in this situation, so I'm just going to bail. But at the same time, I appreciate his honesty. <laughs> I mean, it was well, clear with his look, intentions. you know, that's it. And, you know, good on him for asking, but, yeah, not for Wrong me. audience. Yeah. <laughs> that's the- Read the room, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> for the honesty that you give, yeah. there's the honesty you have to take as well. True, yeah. wise words. Right? And, and I think yeah. we're going to dance around politeness or, you know, all of the right graces to what end it's she's i urge everyone and even when i was coaching the guys like guys don't don't drop 400 dollars on the night with a human that you've never met before that you may never see again i feel like that's a flex when guys do it it is a flex yeah they're flexing for their own ego no i think they're really just trying to create as good a situation or to optimize the potential of either ending up in bed with the person that they've met or to make a good enough impression that they can get a second day to hopefully turn it into something. Big That's gamble. Jesus. It's, it's, it's a lot of like, it's an investment. You remember saying it was a, it was a full-time job to get through all the messages and to respond to the messages and to do all the messaging. So it's hard. It's a lot of work and effort and time. Then it's a lot of money and trust me, it just, for me, it became exhausting. And oh, so I yeah. needed to protect me through the process. hundred percent. App mm. fatigue is a thing. Oh, I yes. had app burnout. Like I was done right. by the end, done. And it still didn't work out. <laughs> yeah, oh, look, you know, I, I turned it off a couple of times and. What, in the four months yeah. you had to have? Oh, oh wow. poor you. Yeah, I mean, it must have been tough. Oh. <laughs> World's smallest violin over here. <laughs> A really poor thing. <laughs> okay, <let's> scrap that. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so, at what point after meeting each other on the apps did you know that the other person was the one? Was it a slow burn? Uh, really? Well, no. You had that great what, like eight hour day, so it couldn't yeah. have been. Yeah. It was the first eight hour date I'd had in a very long time. 
It was just easy. It was, it was, it was everything was easy. I've heard that when it's right and meant to be, it's, it's so just easy. easy. Yeah. I, look, I, I can't say that that's for everyone because you also hear about the stories that are forged through adversity, know, adversity, obstacles, and, right, and, yeah, and, and it makes them stronger through it. So I don't want to say that. True. That's for everybody, but for us, it was really easy. And I think there was a funny story here, which was the second date. <laughs> I, 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 the first date was kind of on my turf near my home. And second date, Anna wanted it. I'm sure she just trying to staunch me and said, no, 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 <laughs> you have to do it closer to my place this time. I'm not traveling to see you in your hood. You're you my to, hero, Anna. You're going to have to come back to, to my hood. So yeah, then we went there. See what it's about. The place and um, we ended up in Darling Harbour and the bar that we wanted to go to was shut. And so we stood in the middle of Darling Harbour and we don't know <laughs> what to do and I'm hungry. And, and hangry. Oh, we both get we the both hanger. get so hangry. And the hurricanes is there, and I love ribs. And Me I don't too. even I don't even know if this was half joke or if I was deadly serious. <laughs> I said we should go and get ribs, and she didn't hesitate. She said, "Yeah, absolutely." And so we went and ate ribs and and wore barbecue sauce to our <laughs> yeah, elbows, bib and everything, with the bib and everything on the second day. Was that when you knew? And I think it was <laughs> Wait, a meat, meat eater yeah. and just down for whatever, um, not too serious or, um, you know, bothered about things. And so for that, again, easy, just easy. And mm. it just kept going from there. A mutual love for food. And oh, yeah. Hey. <laughs> Can eat. Yeah, yeah. So was that when you knew, Anna? I, um, no, you know what's funny? I actually had a really good feeling from the beginning because it was so easy and, the conversation was easy. It just, I don't know, like I actually, and this is really cheesy, but I actually kept one of the flowers from our first date that came in our cocktail. And I was like, I'm just going to keep this as a reminder because I have a really good feeling about him. He just, I think, again, the honesty of the opening line and there was something so vulnerable in that yet so honest and he was just so refreshingly real that I just, it was everything that I had been looking for in so many ways. And so I kept this flower and then I thought, let's just see what happens. And it turned into this dried flower. And for our first anniversary, I gave it to him in a frame and we still have yeah, it in our right. home now. It sits on our fridge. Some yeah. Picture. That's and that so just, romantic. Like it wasn't like, oh my gosh, I knew. And, you know, it's not like that. It was just this like really subtle gentle kind of vibe that I was getting. Um, yeah, it was, it was really and you lovely. you were receptive to it as well. Yeah, you totally have to be open to it and not let the noise come in, you know, just go with the gentle flow for sure. So How do you go on eight-hour dates with people you don't want to be on? <laughs> oh, because I love to talk to people, which is why I have a podcast. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. the curiosity of it was what would keep you there. Yeah. So no interest in the romantic. No. No. <laughs> You just like people. I love talking to people. I love connecting. I found it fast, like learning about them fascinating. You would have met so many interesting people. And terrifying ones too, yeah. Yeah. But even that I got a kick out of it. I went home and I fired off these like voice notes to my friends. I was like, would you believe? (laughs) You won't believe what happened, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
Wow. It was entertaining for me. Sometimes I felt like I wasn't safe and that was when it was concerning. But, you know, overall, it was really like an insightful chapter in my life. Yeah, good on you. Yeah. So what was different about the other person from all the other people you dated before? Maybe you answer this one, Anna, because I feel like, Joe, you've made it clear that Anna was just wifey material. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think what was different about Joe? It's just, again, like I said before, I think... For me, it was the honesty. It was the refreshing, like he was, he's vulnerable but not mushy and it was just so honest. Like when he says it's so nice to meet someone that looks like their profile picture, that just says so much about someone. To me, that said a lot about him. It said that he's been looking and he's had bad experiences and I think that was really endearing. Like there was no, like, Joe is a manly man, but there was no machoism about him. And that was something that was really different. Like he was never, he's never out to prove something because it's so clear that he's so comfortable in his own skin and on who he is. And that was, that's refreshing. Like, I don't know, like, I don't know if you find that when you're dating people and they're trying to have this vibe about who they are or trying to be and, you know, maybe we've been that person too at some point in our lives. It's just exhausting to be around them and it was just easy. Like he was different. From the get-go, he was different. A hundred percent. I would always attract overachieving narcissists. So Um, I completely understand what you mean. Like that authenticity and that vulnerability is freaking rare, (laughs) particularly in the dating app sphere. It really 100%. got my attention to the point where it actually got a mention in our wedding speech because it really was something that struck me. And I think there was a lot of um, gravitas in that. Beautiful. Mm. What about you, Joe? Again, it was, it was, oh, I hate to hold a mirror back up to her, but for Anna, she was a few things actually. Well, she wouldn't let me come up to her apartment. <laughs> was that a turn on for you? <laughs> No, it became a situation. Oh, my God, what do you mean? <laughs> well, I, I I took it as a sign of um, of like a personal attack. <laughs> okay, sorry. Attack is a really bear strong with word. Me, bear with me, bear with me, bear with me. Who's got the violin out now? Bear with me. <laughs> I'm getting ganged up on. No, no, oh, no, my no. God, please. <laughs> it was like um, she... We ended up at your apartment. We did. And she wouldn't invite me up. And I'm like, what's going on? She goes, look, it's it's like an, I don't know, date four maybe? Date, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I said I wasn't ready. And I'm like, well, and then I took that as a slight, like I'm not trying to do anything to you because my intentions were pure and honourable. But because she didn't trust those, which was right for her, for me it was like, what is she trying? What is she saying about me? That's the personal attack. Mm. Like, what is what is she making that mean about me that I didn't like? I'm like, hey, there's nothing I've given you to date that's made you think that there's anything untoward about what's going on. And then everything's going swimmingly. And then she's like, no. Nah. And she parks me at the at the at the letterboxes at the front. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, and look, she talked me through it. <laughs> <laughs> you ready for this? A date four. She talks me through it. It's like I don't know if I remember the specifics. It was more along the lines of, "Hey, it's got nothing. It's not you specifically. It's just me and the things that I'm going through." 
And that was a moment for me because it was like, hey, she's strong enough to believe in the things that she believes about. I was able to get out of my own head a minute later and realize that it wasn't it wasn't about me. It was purely about her. Mm. Um, and that was a, a moment that was defining because I'd never had that happen before because I mean, we're either up or I didn't go there. Like it was very easy to enter people's homes. But <laughs> when you no, 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 no. <laughs> was it? No, 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 no. no. Catching me on the horse. ladies. <laughs> As in, people won't normally gate you like that. Yeah. Interesting. Like, yeah. And so I think that was a thing. And then um, she's just really clear about who she was. As in, um, she wasn't pretending to be something different. She wasn't apologetic either. Like she no. knew her boundaries and that was it. And um, she was really clear about communicating. Oh, she's a really good communicator. Like I think her ability to take the, the thoughts out of her head and put them into meaningful words and our ability to exchange those ideas comfortably and easily is everything. It's everything. It's definitely and, and, the foundation. And you don't find that. Like, and I think, I think at least uh, Anna's touched on that before as well. Where, and in regards to my honesty when she met me, I think it's absolutely reciprocated in that regard. Mm. It's really beautiful, guys. Your goals. (laughs) So, did you have chemistry from the outset, or was the relationship a slow burn? Straight up chemistry. Yeah, there was chemistry. Yeah. It was, it was clear. It was so that would have been hard to wait those four or five days. Oh, it was more than that. It was, yeah. How long did it end oh, up being? A long time. And we waited. <gasps> wow. And no, it wasn't easy because there was definitely chemistry. Well, from my end anyway. Yeah, for sure there was. And um mysterious. But yeah, I think um waiting can be really helpful. I agree because yeah. then you set like create that foundation, right? And that friendship form that friendship. Totally. Totally. And um, you know, people say, oh, sex doesn't change things, but it does. Oh, it absolutely does. It 100 <laughs> percent does. And it cha- and the thing is, it changes so much differently. Like it's a polar change in terms of the man will feel differently in a different way, and then the woman will feel different in a different way. It's like if you're not on that journey together, then it, it could go pear-shaped quickly. A hundred percent. Because then there's all kinds of different thought processes and things that come into it. So, yeah, we waited. Yeah. I'm so glad we did. It's interesting because women seem to become more attached, whereas if the guy doesn't have totally the same intentions, possible. they become yeah. less attached. Yeah, I think it in some ways magnifies what's there. Like if there's uncertainty, it magnifies that. If so there's true. total commitment, then it magnifies that, you know, so... Um, that's so yeah. true. I'd never thought of that before. And I think because we we're both looking for the same thing at the same time, yeah, we were we were open to investing the time into not jumping into bed, and that made sense for us. Yeah. Whereas, I think they echo it back. I mean, if I was insecure and wanted to do that thing, then it's you know what mm. is she saying about me, or. Vice versa. I mean, if she was interested and I was rejecting, then that would be an uncomfortable mm. situation again. And I think because I think we're the same place, same time, same intentions. And she, look, timing is everything. I could not yeah. agree more. Like, I mean, we could have met each other 12 months ago. We talk it, about it. And it, yeah. it, would not, it may not have worked. Really? Yeah, definitely. Like, we, we often say that. Like, had we met, you know, earlier at whatever point, we – you know, people change and people yeah, evolve change. and 
we have been different people at different times in our lives and we could have looked at each other and be like, no, like you're not for me or vice versa. And it's all about timing. That's you know, incredible. Yeah. Like who you were five years ago, you're not going to be today. And I'm not going to date the people I was dating five no years way. ago either. No way. Isn't and you're going to want different things like, yeah. You're receptive to open to looking for different mm. things. Different filters are up so you're going to get, yeah. But that's why it's so hard to find somebody you can grow and evolve with. Totally. Because you do change and often grow apart because of it, right? Yeah. That's the trick. Well, that, that's a that's communication. That's in, yeah, but then again, yeah, there's a geez, there's there's many tangents you can take mm. from there. Which is, when you're a little bit older, as we were, we we're mm. clearer on who we were and what we wanted to what we wanted to be, where we wanted to go. And so when you align, and you're clear, and you've got your uh, sowing of wild oats and crazy times out the way, hundred percent. Yeah, you've lived your life whatever life that was that you needed to live, you have to do it because it's a disservice to yourself otherwise, but you have to be ready when you're ready. 100%. I'm so glad I had those nine years of being yeah. selfish, right? And I also was able to really identify what my values were. Yeah, so important. You know, and, and I was able to identify those values in somebody else. So Because otherwise you'll end up like, a, and I've, we, we all know these people who, um, got together really early and compromised life experiences as a result. Then they're midlifing and they're doing crazy things or it's putting stress on or they're looking for ways to escape in their own little ways. Or they're having a crisis, mm. a right. crisis. <laughs> right. And so happens. we love spending time with each other all the time. It's not, it's, it's not about trying to be mushy or anything. It's just that. I got a lot of the stuff that I needed to get out, out as, as did he, as did Anna. And so, yeah. So it made the timing of the connection was perfect. Mm, yeah. So timing plays, timing yeah. 100% plays. Who said I love you first? <laughs> I said it. I said it. She, she was. I was burning and waiting to hear it. <laughs> Let me just put that out there. I was not, I was, yeah. It was creating stress for her. It was. Of course it was. Oh, come on. I yeah. relate. I completely I, relate. I, I was at a point where I was ready to say it, but he was so calm, cool, and collected oh, is to the point where I was like. Not surprising. Like, what do you say? Like, is he is interested? And then that's when the, the noise starts. <laughs> Which was ridiculous, right? Like, it is ridiculous. But wait, right? I have to stop you because you were like over the apps and you were only on them for four months. Was this like three weeks into your relationship and you no, were no, like, because no, no, no. <laughs> I have very little time for uh, you then. <laughs> I just want to say I have dated. <laughs> like I have paid my dues, Nicole. Okay, okay. Like <laughs> I promise you, I promise you. Um, but no, it was, we were well into the relationship. It was an appropriate point of time that we had been together. I think it had been maybe close to a year. Oh, wow. Maybe. Was it? I, I don't no, know. You know what? I can't. What took you so it, long? It no, no, might no, no, not no. have it been might, a year. It, it felt year. like a year. <laughs> I, I, look, my memory is appalling for these kinds of things. I don't know if it was a year. I don't think it was a year, but it felt really long for me because I was Anna, ready. Anna was say. struggling with it. Yeah. There were a couple of times. It was creating stress, visible stress for me. 
because I think. What did that look like? I, I just remember her being like uh, her trying to provide me an affirmation about how she felt by using different words, a lot of different Isn't words except right? for that word. Oh, that's so sweet. That's so funny. I don't like remember she that. Wouldn't, she wouldn't say those. And, and, and it was, I could see that she was struggling with it. I think because there's also, this is so funny because, you know, there is a point where you, when you feel that you're ready to say it and you're not sure if the other person is, you just feel so vulnerable. And I was like, I just, I was just so afraid of him not feeling that same way that I needed him to say it first. And now is just so funny because as soon as we got over that, it's just amazing. Like what? how you torture yourself with this. And I know for some people it's their love language and it's really important that they hear those words. But some people being people like me. Well, <laughs> I was, you know, yes, it's like totally whatever works for people. Um, but oh, in hindsight, it's just so like he was doing everything that validated or proved that he did love me. And I think it's so easy for us to get hung up on something and miss the bigger picture, you know, like you looked at everything he was doing. He goes above and beyond in every way. And I'm getting hung up on these three words, which are important. But anyway, yeah. It's true because there are plenty of men and women who say I love you and right. then do horrible things behind right. their partner's back. Exactly. So I completely yeah. understand what you're saying. What were the things that Joe was doing that would classify as being Above and beyond. Oh my gosh. Like, oh, I, I want to know. <laughs> no, like, he is just like the thoughtfulness that comes from him. He, he would, all, he taught me about how to be thoughtful of other people. And I thought I was pretty thoughtful, but he just took it to a next level. Like, it's just so naturally inherent in him. Yeah. And his, his loyalty. And not loyalty in monogamy, but his loyalty, like his loyalty to you as a person, in your beliefs, in, you know, when you're out or if someone's having a conversation with you or if there's a dispute about something, he always had my back, always still has my back in so many ways. And, you know, it's those little things that when you're younger, you just don't realise the value of, like you just don't even get it. When you're younger, you're like, oh, he has his license. (laughs) He's He's got a really good job and he's got like an apartment. He's got membership to the club. Right. (laughs) And (laughs) yeah, he can get me a wristband on a Saturday night. (laughs) Skip the queue, skip the queue. And that's important then, right? But as you get older, um, there's just so much more to it. All right, my modern women, that is it for the first part of this episode, Confessions of a Tinderella and a Tinder Fella. I will see you guys next week with part two. In the meantime, DM me if you have any thoughts about this app or even your own Tinderella story, whether it be a Tinder success or fail. This is Single at 30, the manual for the modern woman that we are writing together.